This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Sarah, did you tell everybody how I ruined your Instagram feed? Oh my no. <laughs> Sarah keeps sending me fucking very so, disrespectful, Sarah. You guys <laughs> you guys know you've heard the show that one of my things that I don't make jokes about is 9-11. Yet you and, like, keep sending me 9-11 jokes. Which because is I keep awful. if you read it, it says you fucking asshole, you no, fucked all up I get my is algorithm. The that you send me. I don't get any quotes on the end of it. I will screenshot it. I got nope. I got receipts, motherfucker. I got there's, receipts, motherfucker. There's something wrong with your phone so though. It's not sending the messages, just the the inappropriate videos. I have uh, the Nick problem with the algorithm right now where I'm just getting all these videos and uh, my algorithm's messed up. Well, at least you won't forget. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. Sarah's got me. <laughs> I'm your host, Dave Houghton. And with me, our anniversary show is today and we have a large panel of guests today. Sarah, of course, she's always here. We got yeah. Neil. We got Hello. Joe from Wax Packs. We got Nick from Where's My Stuff. And our our special guest, Dave from Free Baseball Cards. Welcome, everybody. Yay. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming Thank on you. this anniversary episode. Sarah hit the one-year mark, so we decided to just really just have everybody that she cares about. And just we're all just going to roast her. <laughs> So that's really what it is. Ah, oh, it's just like Friday. We we fooled you with the hey guys, think of something to talk about. Um, <laughs> that's how we got you in. We're just gonna uh, roast you. So got gotcha, you, bitch. Well, it's just no, no food. Here. <laughs> Sorry, no food. I lost my headphones as answering questions. I didn't hear anything. So I am uh, live at Sullivan's Tap on Canal Street, right next to Scores, where. Of course, again, they know how to throw a party, and everybody knows it. But, um, yeah, here we are. So if uh, I sound super distracted, it's because I am. So uh, Is Sarah, that different I'm... from any other day, though? No, no, not at all. It's pretty much the same, <laughs> same shit, different pot. Or same pot, different shit? Just say same shit, different toilet. Hmm. I don't know where you poop, but in my house, we poop in pots. We can't afford fancy toilets, okay? You don't have running water, do you? No, that's what I no, have. No, no. In the captain's cabin, no. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick, what do you what do you have on the ship? Do you have a Home Depot bucket, or is it like a um, gold uh, spittoon? It's a cast iron cast iron pot. Um, oh. oh, it has some surface rust on the outside, but the innards well lubricated with my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is live on his pirate ship, and of course, uh, yeah, when sure you, you watch this on YouTube, anything, you'll be Nick. able to see his pirate ship. So. Yeah, this is the HMS Broken Hearts. Oh, yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we got you guys all here because we want to talk about the greatest downfalls in sports history, and uh, I know there's uh, a whole bunch, and we could talk about certain people 
Uh, we could talk about certain events that have happened. Of course, like the people that I can think of that are downfalls are like, you know, like the Lance Armstrong, the Michael Vicks, A-Rods, and, and uh, who else? Like Gilbert Arenas, shit like that. But do you guys have like a specific moment in time where it was the greatest downfall? I mean, we're all sort of kind of... Red Sox fans. Neil, are you what is your Angels? Angels He's heartbroken. He's so heartbroken. That's why Uh, Joe has the hat on. I thought Joe was just an angel. I am an angel. I thought he was singing that Aerosmith song. Yo, man. (laughs) Oh, and and Joe, of course, is uh Baltimore. He's Pete who he is. We don't have to talk about Baltimore right now. They're they're number one. Poor Neil. They really yeah. are. They're number one in the standings, and they're probably number one in the Shohei race. So, and they're number yeah. one in my heart. We'll see. Neil, so, how are uh, you feeling about that over there? Uh, it's perpetual sadness, pretty much. <laughs> Everything <don't> hurts. <laughs> Calling Otani to the Orioles, Dave. That's what Sarah, Sarah, and I discussed it. This, she was saying that the Orioles have uh, a ton of money that they saved up, and. They're going to go after Shohei. And ever since she did, she said that I'm kind of on board with it. I oh, personally yeah. think Seattle, but Baltimore's not too far off. That's I a possibility. Hmm. I'm saying I Texas. Mean, I kind of wish it was Boston, but I mean, I don't oh. know if Mark Wahlberg would appreciate that. He doesn't like uh, certain people, but that's right. You know, yeah. He, oh, well, he did. He sure did. Yeah. Oh, the history of Mark Wahlberg. Should we just have a podcast like that? The deluxe edition would would enjoy that one, right? Music, or we could just talk about Mark Wahlberg movies. They'd like that. I just sit here and do this and hit my chest the whole time. Oh, like in? Uh, come on, come Wolf on, of Wall Street, Wolf of Wall no. Street. No, no, come Wolf on, is... Mark Wahlberg hitting Marky his Mark chest, and the Funky Bunch in fear. Thank you, Nick. Oh, fear. Thank you. Let me in the fucking house. Thank you. <laughs> That's a great oh, movie. <laughs> That's scary. I, I saw that movie in the theater. That that shows how old I am. I remember seeing that when I was in college. I think you know, <sighs> you know. All right, so so let's stuff. kick it off. All you right, guys... let's let's kick it off. Yes. Well, on a side note, yeah. Mark Wahlberg's biggest role was definitely in Boogie Nights. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Big in so oh, many absolutely. ways. Yes, it was. It, was. <laughs> it it really hung him out. You know. Yeah. He was out there just. <laughs> Hanging on a prayer. I'm still surprised they started a, a Hamburg chain and not a hot dog. They should have. <laughs> oh, the hot dog hut. Yeah. That's called we'll just, Waldongers. We'll, <laughs> we'll dangle out anywhere. <laughs> Waldongers. <laughs> you know? So, Sarah, you want to kick this off? What do you, uh, what do you think? <laughs> what else? I can kick it off. So I, or I can go over what it is and whomever wants to start can start. What yeah, we're discussing you, today. you go over what it is. I'm going to disappear for a minute and uh, talk amongst yourselves. Just make pretend yes. I'm here. And then when I when I edit this, I'll find out all the bullshit that you said about me. So, oh, damn. so go fart. All right. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so what we're doing today is we are going to celebrate with the greatest downfalls that we have, like our favorites, who... You know, ones that hurt us in the heart, whether it be a team or a player, uh, ones that affected us that we still look back on. It could be like, oh, what could have been or 
man, we just need a good laugh when we think about it. So it's open for interpretation by mm-hmm. everyone, but it was something that because we are the less glamorous side of sports, we definitely had to do something for our anniversary that was big and brought mm-hmm. everyone who we our three uh, favorite guests and our new favorite guest we had to bring on to uh, discuss. So who would like to go first? I'll go first. There we go. All right. Go, Joe. The date, January 13th, 1991. The place, AFC Divisional Round. Bengals versus Raiders. Oh. Bengals linebacker, Kevin Walker. Tackle Bo Jackson. Oh. Fucked uh, up his hip. Yeah. Fractured yeah. it. Dislocated. And Bo just thought it was a hip pointer. He's like, I'll play next week. Uh-uh. Didn't play. That fucked up his football career and fucked up his baseball career. You know, they said and... that if he didn't roll over and pop his hip back into place, it would have been one of those things where they could probably easily fixed it. But because mm-hmm. he kind of like when he got hit and he rolled over, it kind of just popped back into the joint and it hit nerves and oh. then it was all downhill from there. Oh, so by toughing it out, he, he did himself in? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. So the next time I get shot, I shouldn't pull the bullet out with my own fingers. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? I, I wouldn't. Just right. just get a get one Use of those. your teeth. Yeah. Get okay. one of those tampons, just jam in a hole. Right. Yeah. You'll be Jam-ed, fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, let, me, let me make some notes. Yeah. Just, yeah, uh, I always carry tampons just in case of that. There's kind of emergencies. Well, I mean, that and for a nosebleed, you should always carry them. Mm-hmm. Normally, my my tampons are covered in like they're just dipped in vodka. So I'm just having my own yeah. party. Oh, like a some, um, I, I, yeah, I keep I keep some tampons in a in a in a cooler too. <laughs> just in case anybody gets butt hurt, you can just hand them one. <laughs> soothe the pain. Oh my god. So when we're talking about when we're talking about tampon vodka, what are you guys pouring what you, or soaking? What are you dabbing? Oh, Vladimir! It's got to be Vladimir. Guys, good Russian. Okay. You got to go like bottom of the barrel shit, right? I mean, if you're gonna put vodka soaked tampons in, mm-hmm. up in you, you got to oh, do serious? bottom of the barrel. <laughs> you're talking about plastic bottle, right? I don't know. Oh, like Bankers Club, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Do some Mr. Well, Boss. What's cool? We're just establishing a baseline for the anniversary should take. Right. What are we doing right. here? Yeah. Setting a bar alone, Neil. Some parties have jello shots. Feels like I could be sleeping right now. This is sleep time and I'm here with you talking Hey Neil, remember you agreed to be here. All right. I did. I did. <laughs> At the time, I was like, "Well, it's going to be uh, in the AM." Cool, but oh, this right. is perfect. Yeah, Sarah screwed that all up. She needed a mm. PM show. No problem. That thing works out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, a- anything else about the Bo Jackson? Do you have more to add, or is? I mean, oh, I know I just... the whole thing fucked up his whole entire career. Oh yeah, his, his football career is done after that, and he only played what sparingly. Yeah. After that, with the Royals and Angels and White Sox, right? Yeah. I mean, if he should have just picked one sport, but you know, he was a stud. Now I don't blame him. Yeah, broke the heart of everyone. <laughs> yeah. So the the flip side of that coin, though, um, we didn't get to experience the what if 
But we also didn't experience the other side of the what if, which is a career like, um, you know, someone like Don Mattingly, right? Who stayed in the sport, continued to be productive for a while, but left you wanting more, right? Bo, that football career was done, right? So we had like these flashes of brilliance, um, super, super highs, right? And then he lives on forever as a legend because of those moments, because of Tech Mobile, because of the ads. Um, So in... in some ways he may have benefited from his own legend or his own legend may have benefited from that. Cause you don't know how a career is going to play out. Right. True. That's a good point. Come out hot and then falling apart. Yeah. That's... I don't think he would have, he I was don't think so either, the greatest saying, athlete on the planet at that time. I'm just saying there is yeah. downside also. Right. Especially Touché. at the running back position. Touché, touché. Oh, yeah. You could be Sean Alexander, get your big contract. And then the next season, you start avoiding hits, and ju- you just sit down instead of getting tackled. Well, that's true too. Yeah, so it's Alabama running backs. Yeah, it was upsetting to see here in Seattle. Everybody thought like, "Oh, we've got this stud," and then he got paid, and then we wouldn't take a hit to save his life, save the team. Huh. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go. All right, All right. go and go from the ship. Let's go, Captain. Yeah. Uh, Captain Winky. Okay. Coming to you live from the HM, HMS heartbreak. I had to think about this for a long time because there's a lot of disappointing collapses that like hit you in different ways. Um, Dave called out one of them. I'm in Seattle, so I grew up a Mariners fan. Uh, the whole thing with Alex Rodriguez uh, was a real gut punch, kicking the nuts, all of it, right? So when he showed up, um, A-Rod was such a sensation, like, out of the gates um from the moment he stepped on the field like all of us here because i was young at the time we were so excited for like another player like like junior right like what a blessing one organization have two young players like that that could be the cornerstone for like you know 10 years and it's hard to convey like how excited the city was and he was on magazines getting a lot of local airplay um it was just a really fun time and then you see him leave to go to Texas chasing money, like really disappointing. And then he becomes a Yankee, uh, which is like just, you know, disheartening, right? You never want to see someone that you like end up on, on the Yankees. Uh, and then after that, like he really assumed like this villain role. Um, mm-hmm. What he did yes. on the field, those games against um, the Sox, the steroids, um, the attitude that he would then take with, the the media all of it was just gross you know for for somebody that you know had had we had such high hopes for so that was one that was like, that was my second runner up um first runner up all this drama lately with panini now they're not a <laughs> player not a team but how how panini lets fanatics you know get the sneak attack in and nuke the relationships left and right. It's incredible to see that happen and how quickly all of this happened, right? There's mm-hmm. a good chance that it was going on like behind the scenes and like us in the hobby had no idea. But the way the news hit us was just this tidal wave of like Panini getting cut down, cut down left and right. Um, so you have that, like you have their quality control issues. You have the fact that they were like most well known for stickers and 
Like it's just sad, you know, sad to see. I don't particularly like Panini cards. I don't like the baseball cards with no logos. Um, but that was crazy news. Like that's quite the the downfall. Um, mm-hmm. but that was only first runner up. Right. The biggest collapse that I wanted to talk about today is the fall of something that's that's really special. Something that used to get us talking, something that would get passerbys to exchange a knowing nod or a middle finger. Um, it's the disintegration of the top fan rivalry in all of baseball <laughs> and maybe sports, the Yankees versus Red Sox. Jeez. Oh, God. Because what used to be like must-see TV yeah. for every baseball fan in the freaking country is that now it's such a state of it's disrepair. So bad. Like you guys called out, it, it couldn't even bring 70 souls to scores for alcohol. That's it, it true. Very it's true. Bad, right? It's, it's, it is wild. Like, I'm on the West Coast. But, but that Nick, traffic is... was very bad that day. <laughs> I saw the traffic report. It's true. Oh, yeah. it's damn true. The helicopter is still floating around from that day. Still in it. That was a month ago. I mean, it's wild. And so, you know, I, I'm in Seattle, but that rivalry used to get me to tune in, like Sunday Night Baseball. Like, mm-hmm. that was that was it, right? You'd watch those games expecting something to happen. And, and so I was thinking about this, like, you know, how do we get here? Right. Is it because the teams aren't doing well, doing well? Is it because um, players are too transient these days? And so they don't, they don't grow those feelings of hate that fester over like five to 10 years with an organization. Um, Did David Price do something? I like blaming him. (laughs) I imagine he did something to contribute to this. But I wanted to know what you guys think about Probably. the collapse of the number one top fan rivalry in all of sports. I mean, for me, it's it's one of those things that I always considered that whole rivalry dead after the 2004 collapse, right? Yeah. Uh, I never put much stock into it after that. Now, granted, throughout the years, they've been there. There has been some bench clearing brawls and everything, and I think. I don't know how it is for Yankee ownership, but I know just constantly going to Fenway and everything. And and Dave, you could probably attest to this. The yeah. Red Sox organization puts too much stock into that rivalry. They sell all sorts of Red Sox Yankees pennants and baseballs and pins and all that shit. And it's just, it's not what it was back in the day. I mean, and you, Nick, you have a great point. Like, there are a lot of factors in it where most players are all buddy-buddy with each other anyways. So there's no, like, heated arguments. Like, I mean, back when the when the Red Sox were winning World Series in uh, 04, 07, 13, I mean, there was, like, players who actually hated, hated. each other on both hated. Yankees and Red Sox. And, and it's not so much like, you know, that's what killed the rivalry. It's more of like too much too fast, maybe. I don't know. And because both teams just they're kind of they kind of suck this year. Well, not kind of, they actually both teams suck this year. And I mean, just for instance, the last time last week when the when the Yankees were in town, you know, years ago, it would be no matter what the day is, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, middle of the week, middle of the month, school, all that shit, sold out. Game would be sold out. 
Last Wednesday, you could buy a ticket for $9. You know, you can't even walk into Fenway for less than 100 And now they're selling Yankees, Red Sox, $9 tickets. Like, that's absurd yeah. to me, you know? Maybe so. you're right. Maybe it's taking something that was magical because it was, you know, this organic thing that happened. They commercialized it. They commoditized it. And then it's not special anymore. They yeah. forced it. They forced yeah. it so much because it's not. There was a time, and I know Dave and Dave can attest to this. There was a time that us beating the Yankees was our World Series. Like yeah. that was everything to us. We knew that we weren't going to make the playoffs. We knew we weren't going to get remotely close. And it was just beating them was what the city thrived off of. So we got to this point after 04 that we knew we could beat them and they were now flipping the script and were angry with us and retaliating on us with, you know, they, they want to come at us off the benches and they want to do all this stuff. You know, you got old men getting thrown, you got a rod getting face wash. You have all sorts of crazy shit because they knew that they could lose to us now. So it wasn't, how it used to be before but now both teams are terrible everything's about swag and dingers and it's just it is what it is we'll see what happens when both teams actually get better yeah that that 4 series kind of felt like little brother finally bested big brother then absolutely you, you, get, you get that then you're the big brother is just like i'm taking my ball to get home like fuck you i'm out mm-hmm. that's what it felt like but it was nice to see little brother beat big brother. And then and then on top of that, be dominant for most of the most of that decade. You know, yeah. I guess most of, for what? Yeah, I mean three Yeah. Three for World Series years, yeah. for ten years. Uh, yeah. opposed to the one that the Yankees won in 09. You know? Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say I, I think Red Sox winning it all in 04 definitely kind of dampened it down a bit, you know, because it was 86 years since we won one, you know, and, and they had won, you know, 26 and they just wear they had it on T-shirts and shove it in our faces, you know, all the rings and all that crap. And when we finally broke the curse and then, you know, won it again in 07. Yeah, they won it in 09, but we won in 13 and 18. It's like, all right, we, we, we had nothing left to prove. You know, they were right. beatable. You know, everybody was beatable at that point. So it was like yeah. the chip got off our shoulder. Um, and you're right. I was, you know. Dave, I went to one of those games last week for nine dollars. I got two tickets for nine dollars. It was a makeup <laughs> game, but still, like even the nightcap was dead. nice, right? Stupid, you know. And granted, they're both in last place, but uh, it's just it's not what it was, you know. Right. And, and you're right, you know, Sarah. They commercialize a hell out of it. T-shirts everywhere. Every time it's on Fox, they're, throwing, they're showing highlights of Don Zimmer getting you know tossed to the ground by Pedro, and you know the uh, Veritek to the, the glove to the face. I mean, it's Enough. just it's it's overplayed, you know. It's 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 overplayed, but that's what sells, right? Does it though? Well, I think you know. that we're catching on. Like we yeah. don't buy into it. Like people in the Northeast don't buy into it. Yeah, but you so, know, there's still people that go to Fenway that are like just all sorts of like, oh, Red Sox, Yankees, yeah, there's gonna be a fight. We're gonna get fucking crazy. You, yeah, you know this. a fight in the parking lot, like not a, like like. You can't fight in those parking lots. Eighty dollars a car. Yeah, exactly. People, people there. who people who can afford to park there don't fight. All right, park <laughs> on like Lansdowne, uh, fight on Lansdowne Street. Mm. Yeah, but still, it, it's just it. 
<clears throat> it's oversaturated. It's just people are holding on to, especially the two teams. They're holding on to that. What can make go. us money? You know, I mean, that's all it is. It's a cash grab. Every time Red Sox Yankees are in town, everybody gets all wet because it's a cash grab. They know they can make a buck off somebody. Uh, who would like to go next? Or do you want me to just go and get it done with so I can just... Y'all can stop here. Are you asking voice. me? Because I don't give a shit, man. I'm I don't in give the middle a of fuck. fucking work. <laughs> Let Nail go so we could just make pretend yeah, his computer crashed. Oh, hold on. Somebody's trying to call. Yeah, I'll go. Oh, wait. I have a phone call. Oh, oh see? I told you. All right. I, I can go. I, I, can, I got it. Oh, yeah, you can go. Oh, right. no, no. Ladies first. I don't know. Have you met me? Yeah. <laughs> She's got a wall burner between her legs, Dave. <laughs> wall burner. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting me once is enough to know. <laughs> Classy broad over here. Uh, you might have to resend him the link if that link dies, by the way. You know he's not coming back. He didn't want to be a part of this in the beginning. <laughs> It's so mean. Well, I'm just saying. He was like, what are we doing here? He like, woke up. Yeah, it's I'm happy. It's all your fault. It's, it's my fault? Face. Why is it's it your my face. Fault? It's my fault. All right, somebody go. <laughs> all right. Do you, I'll go. Fuck it. Um, Dave's so, a special guest. He gets to go last. He can go. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> no, now it's built up. You know, and Now you're going to come up with a better story. <laughs> Build up all this momentum. So when we were all kids... We had these powerhouse hitters, these powerhouse teams, and one player who stuck out to me, which I'm sure it stuck out to all of you, was Jose Canseco. Mm, you know, we all <laughs> loved him. We all admired him. He was, you know, Bash brother, part of that Oakland A's team that was so dominant. It was just... We never thought, oh, steroids, who knew? We just thought he was just that monstrous in the shit that he did. But then it just went from bad to worse. He got bigger. His testosterone got all messed up. He then decided to shoot his finger off by accident, <laughs> um, totaled a car, uh, got traded to all sorts of teams, you know, then we still now look back on his career and what we think of is him getting the ball off his head to go over the fence. Um, that's what we think about now with his career. We don't think about like the two World Series. We don't think about all the all stars, his all the stuff that he had done before all of this. Um, but to watch his downfall, it's sad, but it also brings a smile because it's like, all right. Well, at least he does it with a joke. I mean, he was on The Surreal Life. He was on Celebrity Boxing. You know, he also, in his book, I think he did this, but he also has been very public about his hate for A-Rod um, because he thinks he I, still I believes, that. I he still that. believes that A-Rod was fucking his wife. And oh, yeah. <laughs> A-Rod came to his house, was fucking his wife, and wanted to know his steroid dealer. It's like a whole thing. It's just, I can't let go of him from my childhood. But when I look at him as an adult and how he is as an adult, I just shake my head. So that right there is my most painful downfall. He's done so many fucked up things that if you ask some sort of like 
fair weather fan or just like a passerby or fan, they'll forget that he won World Series. Yeah. You know, because there's just been so much shit. And a lot of it's self-inflicted, uh, no pun intended, with the gunshot wound to his finger. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that whole that whole era where when he got called out for the steroids and then he just he just went on a tear. He, he's just basically said, fuck it, I'll admit it. And we'll go crazy like this. Wrote the book, called everybody out. And then just it all went. Everybody just went uh, instead of like Jose Canseco, the baseball player was. It turned into Jose Canseco, the reality star. So I mean, sadly, yeah. he kind of it's it's it is it's very it's very self inflicting. He did it all to himself. He didn't he didn't help his case any. You know, at least like Barry Bonds is like he still hasn't admit that he's done steroids, even though of course the entire world knows. But like he's still actively in baseball. He's still trying to get in the hall of fame i mean i don't think he's ever going to give up but when you shouldn't but here's my flip side to that coin Hmm. is that i think that the mlb let's call us let's let's call it as it is the mlb turned their cheek and looked over to the west as everyone shot themselves up with steroids right Everyone. They needed baseball to be saved one way or another. Yeah, because they fucked up in 94 and let them all go on strike. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's something where these players having these outcomes and these results after being shunned by their job and the sport that they loved and played. It's one of those that makes you go, really? You were all friggin' for it when I was getting asses in those seats. And now you're up against me and you want to take me to trial because you guys couldn't come to an agreement with pay in 94. And that's why you still can't get people back in. Well, it's also because baseball is forever a sport that is like, what have you done for me lately? You know, love you when you're making us money. Completely forget about you when you no longer are profitable. And, and, and it's not just baseball. It's all sports. I mean, especially football. But, like, baseball is definitely on the top tier of, like, what have you done for me lately? So. So, um, it's sad. I still have a soft spot right in my cold black heart. For Jose Canseco? Yeah. Was that your favorite part in Laya Laya? I'm Jose Canseco. <laughs> I'm Jose Canseco. Gold Cup 87. Yeah. Was that the rookie card? Second year. Second year, because 86 (laughs) in the, was it the expansion pack? Traded, traded, traded. traded. Yeah. An 86 flare. Oh, yeah. Eric Plunk. Blue Border card. He shared that with, who did he share that with? Like Eric Plunk or something? Yep. Old Plunky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, an 86 Donruss rated rookie. How can you forget about that one, too? Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't forget about that. Yeah. Beautiful mustache. Yeah, it's just it's so faint. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mustache. Yeah. yeah, that's like how his hair grew in from you know the lack of testosterone. Well, too much uh, testosterone. I couldn't get my mouth, my mind, words. This is why I don't drink when we record on Monday mornings. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to Listen, our Friday night. Welcome right? to Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you could do breakfast beers. Who's kind of frown upon that? <laughs> was Eric Plunk on that World Series A's team? 
I don't think. Did he get credit for that? I think he got traded right before. I think it was a Noma situation. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Maybe they gave him a ring. Maybe. That's hmm. eh, not that he really deserved it. So all right, so Neil, what do you got? Um, I don't have like an individual individual player, but I do have Seattle mm. Seahawks of Super Bowl forty nine. Mm. It's a moment and what could have been when you got the ball on the one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched that replay today. Oh. And uh, you pass it, and you pass the ball. They still had a timeout a minute to go, and they didn't run it. Yeah. Who do you blame more for that, though? Pete Carroll. Oh, Pete Carroll. Pete Pete Carroll. Carroll He's taking taking blame for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like if you're Pete Carroll, what the what the fuck are you thinking? He wants Russ to cook. Let Russ cook. Are you having just the yips? Where like the yips and coaching? Where you You have Marshawn Lynch. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean He was gonna get through. He would have definitely got through. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted them Skittles. (laughs) <laughs> Seattle was up by 10 with, with like 12 minutes left right yeah right and uh, they punt the ball and Brady scores you know and uh, then Seattle gets the ball back and uh, they only take a minute off the clock and punt it back and then Brady goes up and scores again and uh, Seattle makes a they make a pass and they right away they get to the 50 then they get an incomplete pass, and then they get to the 39. Then they get a, a play, a pass to the sidelines for uh, Jermaine Curse. And I swear, if they, Seattle would have pulled off the win, that that play would have been right there with, uh, like, the helmet catch. Because Jermaine Curse right. goes up with Butler. He falls down, hits his knee, uh, bats it, catches it on his back, and stands up and runs up. He's at the five. So that's the next play that they have mm-hmm. Marshawn Lynch running up to the one. And then after that, heartbreak. I was right at there. that Super Bowl. Um, I was there, and we had seats at the far end of the stadium for, from where that play happened. We, we were in the uh. nosebleeds, like very, very top. And so you see the Seahawks marching down towards, uh, you know, the, the Patriots end zone. And that play happens, but we're so far away, like we can't, we can't tell what happened. And so you hear this, you hear this cheer erupt on that end of the field and then it starts to make its way around the stadium. And so I'm just trying to watch to see who it is that's cheering. And then finally you see that it's the Patriots fans that are cheering right around the same time that the replay happens. It was funny experiencing it that way because I'm sure people at home knew instantly what had happened. Right. But there in the stadium, like we couldn't tell. I was sleeping and Derek came in screaming because I'm not anytime the pats are in playoffs or super bowl whatever i am not allowed to watch it i'm a jinx so um comes barreling screaming at the top of his lungs like it basically wakes me up and i'm like what the fuck he's like you gotta come see this replay this is ridiculous (laughs) and i'm just like all right thumbs up (laughs) and i saw it and i was like he caught the ball all right. And then I went back to bed. <laughs> like, like, I like the idea of your husband barrel assing through your bedroom and, and just screeching like like a 90-year-old woman. He's like, <laughs> like, yeah. But what do you guys think just is like... 
forearm shiver right through the door. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think is a bigger collapse? Is it that Super Bowl or is it the Super Bowl where the Patriots beat the Hawks? I was just going to oh. ask. You yeah. Know, like, like, who's, what fans are more upset? The Atlanta right. fans or the Seahawks fans? Yeah. I, I mean, for the me, same thing, Dave. I would, I, I'd almost say that, that, like, if I was a Seahawks fan, I'd be more upset. The fact that you had it right there, you could have did it. I mean, you know, if you're a if you're a Atlanta Hawks fan, you're pretty much know that it's not going to be good for you anytime. I mean, look at look, you want to talk about great downfalls in sports. Look at Michael Vick. You know, um, yeah. so I think like I think for me personally, it would probably be like Seattle would be it, a bigger upset. It would be Seattle for me too because you have. Marshawn Lynch. No, that's true. He's just there so you don't get fined. Marshawn Lynch. To not utilize him in that position? I don't know how you Seahawks fans, like, I I would have. Well, yeah. You're coming off a year where you just rolled Peyton Manning, right? I mean, they annihilated, annihilated Peyton's Broncos team. And he had been lights out for the Broncos, right? Not all on him. They had a great defense, but... They were set up to be, you know, a little dynasty with with young Russell when he was still at his peak. And you had Marshawn still running the ball well. And they had most of the Legion of Boom intact. Like That was their moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, they shit the cast iron pot on that one, on the HMS Broken Heart. Um, but I will say it was extremely funny seeing Arthur Blank dressed up like a Batman villain down on the sideline yeah. at the Super Bowl. He was <laughs> yeah. so excited. We got this one. We got one for the Falcons. And then, no. like, it implodes. I said Hawks, I didn't I? I said Batman Hawks. Villain lose. I think he's, yeah. I said Hawks a couple we know times. What you Thank you. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we, you're good. Well, that's why the yeah. Atlanta Hawks There's lost. There's too many birds down in Atlanta. Yeah. That's why the Atlanta Hawks lost the Super Bowl, because they mainly play basketball. Yeah, they weren't they good. Win the Stanley yeah. Cup either. Yeah, they can't yeah. win the Stanley Cup. That's another well, fucking bird, team. huh? The thrashes. Well, they thrashes. don't have a team there anymore. Yeah, guys. I know that, Sarah. They're talking about bringing it back, but I really hope they don't. How did Pete Carroll keep his job after that Super Bowl? He just chews his gum really excitedly and laughs a lot. He's got a good fist motion like this that he does. When the things Rob go well. Yeah, that's, real yeah, players. That's, that's valid. That's a valid point. Uh-huh. He does all the things that you want to see in a coach. And so yeah. I think it's his job. But does he? Other than not running Marshawn. Yeah, I mean, outside of that play. Um, but does he? also have he... a weird ownership situation now, right? Like, yeah. But did you ever really watch him chew gum? I mean, yeah, the guy's a Hall of Fame gum chewer. Yeah, he's aggressive, for <laughs> sure. Yes, yes. I mean... He was questionable in college. There he's, like a, he's like a top three things. There were things that came out about his uh, college coaching years. Oh, coaching. Was it the naked sauna team day? Was that what came out? But I thought was that it, was every day. Was it pushing Reggie Bush to do bad things? <laughs> oh, yeah. You have, to, you have to push him for that. He was, <laughs> like, he was like, ooh, Kim Kardashian. He Kardashian. Pushed, him right, <laughs> pushed him right into Mercedes. Here you go. You can have this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? A, that's such a bu- now. Uh, uh, Neil, Neil, you bummed segment. me out. <laughs> that what? was like really bummed me out. 
because I'm thinking of it, and I was like, you have Marshawn Lynch, like you yeah. just. <clears throat> It still hurts. It actually really does still hurt. I could feel it. I could feel it in the chest. And uh, some days I just look out the window and do Joe Kelly sad face. And it's, <laughs> 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 oh. it's, it's, I don't think it'll ever go away. It's like, it's almost like that girlfriend that you had in high school that got dumped you for somebody else. You'll never forget. Never forget. Right, Sarah? <laughs> never forget. <laughs> It goes my algorithm yet That's again. It. Thanks, gents. No. no. All right, Dave. What do you what do you got? Real quick, but speaking of oh, Joe yeah. Kelly and, and the Red Sox Yankees rivalry, I happened to be at that uh game at Fenway when Joe Kelly took on the Yankees. And oh, uh I was with the Yankees I was fans. There. Yep. Were you there? Yep. How awesome was that? It was, it was so, so great. Good. It, was, it was the first fight I had seen in person. I was I was waiting years for it. Same. Yeah. I saw some arguments like, and some dust ups. I remember when yeah. uh uh David Ortiz got into a, a sort of kind of shoving match and benches cleared, but nobody fought. Yeah, uh they were, that was against the Orioles, but like this was my first like holy shit, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. Don't blink. <laughs> you don't want to miss anything. You yeah. don't want to miss anything at all. It was amazing. <clears throat> um so the uh hold on. There we go. The um you know I, I took this assignment a little bit differently and it, it was more like what, what, what happens that kind of personally hurt me, you know, and it's kind of obscure. I don't even know, you know, how, how many of you know, or even remember this, but uh, in 2017, the Red Sox were in the ALDS against the Astros and they lost uh, three games to one. And I was at the, uh, the game where um, Houston clinched it. And, and, and I just looked at the highlights of it today, just to make sure I got it right. It was, October 6th, 2017. And um, it, it was tough. You know, I, I had high hopes for that team and, and I was re- really into it at the end of the year and, and going into the ninth, they were down, I think, 5-3. And uh, Devers hit this this wonky ball off off the center field wall that took a, a weird bounce. Ended up getting an inside the park home run off of it. So I was like already walking toward the exits on that one. And he goes and scores. And I was like, okay, all right. You know, and of course, we don't finish it off. We lose by, you know, a run. And, and I was like, at the last out, I was, you know, waiting at the ramp. And, and as soon as it was recorded, I just got the hell out of there as fast as I could. So I really didn't want to see the Astros celebrating on, on the, the, the sacred grounds that is Fenway Park, you know. And then, and then right after that, I went on like, which is rare for me, I went on like a media blackout, okay. So I literally didn't look or listen or read the news for weeks because I didn't want to know what happened to baseball. I was just so bullshit about it. I that like that. I was just removing myself from the whole equation and it was hard to do, you know, try and, you know, drive in a car or walk by a, a newsstand or something. And without hearing something, you know, especially if your daily habit is to wake up in the morning and, and have a coffee and read a bunch of news sites, especially MLB and the globe and stuff like that. You know um, it was, it was tough. Uh, I remember finding out that the Cubs were playing the Dodgers by overhearing somebody talking about it as a, at a restaurant when I was out to eat on a Friday night or something, you know? So it was just one of those personal moments for me that was just like, I was just, I was so disgusted with the whole state of affairs of not only Red Sox, but the base baseball in general. I was just, you know, dug myself in a hole metaphorically and, and stayed there for a while. And then of course, you know, a couple years later, it came out that, that the Astros, that was the cheating year. And it just doubled down. It made it hurt that much worse. You right. know? So yeah, that's, that's kind of my story. I just, it stuck with me, you know, because I, I can't ever remember, like I was too young in 86. I was 10 years old. 
Um, you know, even like Oh three, I wasn't as into it as I could have been. So some of those heartbreaks that are, you know, classic ones for the Red Sox, um, just didn't quite hit home as, as much as this one did, you know? So it's, it was great. We won the next year. I mean, that 2018 was a wagon. Um, but, but that 2017 team, I just, I thought they had a better chance than that, you know? So. Do you believe that whole hype of Alex Cora winning in 2018 with the Red Sox because he only helped cheat? during 2017 i don't know it's it's you're never going to get all the right evidence right i know it's kind of yeah there's some hype there's some rumor but it's 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 tough to really pinpoint it um i don't care we got the we got the trophy yeah, right i mean <laughs> they're not gonna do anything to take the title away from the astros so they're sure shit no. not gonna do anything to take it away from us in 18 even yeah, if it came it'll out. be interesting to see yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens with some of those astros players you know as they um come up for election into the Hall of Fame, like Altuve. I mean, I feel like he's a, a shoe-in, right? But now he's tainted, so who knows right. what's going to happen. You right. know? That's all a good so, point. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now it's time to roast Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarah. Bring it, bitches. Oh, man. So, all right, yeah. I mean, that's that's all great, heartbreaking stuff. Uh, Nick, what's the name of your ship again? USS Heartbreak? Uh, USS, uh, broken hearts, broken hearts. Yeah. I think, I mean, HMS, sorry, HMS, HMS, pardon me, her majesty's service. That's right. 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 I mean, no matter what team you root for, I mean, there's going to be tons of heartache for that team and for the city that you live in, no matter what, I mean, you know, three out of six of us are here in Boston and we get a sure shit. Uh. Plenty of heartbreak in here. I mean, I'm in the once voted the most depressing bar in Boston. You know. Uh, hey. Yeah. I think there's a new title holder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. But isn't, um, but Dan Shaughnessy is still banned from there, right? Dan Shaughnessy's banned for life. Yep. All right. Yeah, wow. He can no longer swig Colorado red wine and throw his hooker's <laughs> shoes at the door, guys. Carla Ross so, from the jug. Yeah, he, he oh wanted to gosh. drink straight from the jug. He is no longer I, allowed in here. He's been I, banned I ran into since Shaughnessy. 2009, I believe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and let's all remember, wasn't he the one who decided to not vote for David Ortiz to go into the hall? Because Pretty he's sure. an asshole. I'm just, just, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's an asshole. And if he's here right now, I'm going to call the cops because he's not allowed here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, everybody, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, wait. You don't have anything? What? No, I don't have it. I don't want to play. No. Wow. I already went with my shit. Plus, I'm fucking way too distracted. I can't. Plus, you all bring valid points. So, no. No, I don't have anything. I'm the host. I'm not supposed to. Oh, all right. oh, I cry every all right. day, all day, no matter what happens. So you just, you just feel the pain of <laughs> everything. It's called the ten, heartbreak of life. Ten yeah. million souls just come in here and have a beer and a story, and I got to listen to it. So I could. That's for another podcast. <laughs> well, if anybody's listening, they should bring you a chocolate dip Billy Bar. Oh. <laughs> Best shape in the world, right there. But it's the wagon wheel, the wagon wheel guy. That's true. It's the wagon wheel guy. Oh, we're all going to hell. Ah, whatever. At least we'll have good company. Maybe we can do a show down there too. 
Hey. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Fuck it. All right. Thank All right, you, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Our Sarah's one year anniversary. This is in a pickle's third year on this fucking earth. Oh. Yeah, three years. We, we appreciate all the sacrifices that you guys made to come on the show. Neil, I'm looking at you mostly. I know you had to, you had to get up and do your thing. And <laughs> when you took your phone call, I was sure as shit. I was trying I to was cancel like, it, not coming and back. then it just died. I was, yeah. I was, I said to Sarah, I was like, he's not coming back. He's going to bed. He's going back to bed. <laughs> back to bed. No. So Neil, hey, now, hey. now you can go back to bed. Go back to bed. Congrats, hey guys. Wait, you. I got, always I got something. Listen. What happened, Dave? Hey, I just give me give me ten seconds. I gotta grab something and show it to you because you're all gonna love it. Hold on. Okay. Right. I oh, I really yeah. hope it's not. <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope it's not. <laughs> I hope it is. Is it, I mean, is it a vodka filled tampon? No, I bet you his pubes are the same shape as his mustache. All right. Well, while he's doing that, <laughs> like, come on, ten seconds. I'm right here. Okay, look at this. Look at this birthday card. Anything that we said to you? Oh, look at that. Oh, that is a big card. Is a big oh, you weren't lying. Oh, it is a big pickle, yeah. Yeah. Right, that pickle's huge. That's a big pickle. Yeah. I had to get it. It's not for you. It's actually for my wife. It was her birthday last month. That makes sense. Yeah, you gave it that Our nickname pickle. is Pickle, so I had to get it for her. So she like, you gave her the biggest pickle. There it is. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pull out of the jar. Well, but by the way, my wife and I were at the Red Sox Yankees game last, uh, I guess Thursday, when they were making up that game Wednesday night, and we saw a guy get caught in a pickle. And I was like, "Honey, look, pickle, 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 my gosh!" And we realized it might have been the first time she saw one live, someone getting caught in a pickle between home and third. It was awesome. It was oh, like a yeah. Celebratory moment. So now she like, knows. Now she knows. Now she knew. What, she knew what it was. We just hadn't seen one live together. He knows that it's the most listened to podcast by six people. So, yeah. So we appreciate it. We do. All right. So uh, that's going to be it. I got to go back to work. So thank you, everybody, for coming on. And uh, follow us. I'll do the outro. You do the outro. I'll see all you Follow us at iapradio.com. You can follow us at all our social medias on Instagram, X. Uh, where threads? Who are the fuck else now? We don't have a Facebook. Only, friend, only fans. Only yep. Yeah, I think it's only pickles. Is what we were only pickles. Okay. Uh, thank you to Nick from Where's My Stuff, Mom. Neil from Titan three two zero zero one underscore cards. Joe from Wax Packs and Whiskey. Oh, wait, I got more. Oh, he's got more pickles. Yeah, they're red pajama pants. You know, work. As one does. I'm showing you my pickles. And Dave from 3D underscore baseball underscore cards. Yeah, I'm Sarah Daddy on Sports Card. Dave's here. Oh, uh, go to the Dead Network. There's uh, some podcasts of the month over there. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, you did good, Sarah. I'm very proud of you. Go and follow everybody on this show and check us out on everything. But, uh, okay, so for everybody on this podcast, We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah.